From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, I'm Brian Walsh, and this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, August 5th. Today, I'm joined by Realize Impact's Looney Libis and Impact Alpha's Zulema Bebel to discuss The List with two eyes, an exciting new collaboration feature in Impact Alpha. Hello, Looney, and welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. And hi, Zulema. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. Good to be here. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. Big news out of Washington. First, we have the bipartisan bill to support domestic semiconductor production. And we have the surprise resurrection of the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. These two bills have clean energy advocates and impact investors buzzing. But not everyone's as excited with all the dimensions of the bill. The CEO lobbying group Business Roundtable has perhaps predictably reverted to form and are opposing the tax provisions in the proposed legislation. Some might say that this is a departure from the era of stakeholder capitalism that the Business Roundtable promised back in 2019. Flying under the radar of this huge news out of Washington, it was easy to overlook a series of actions the Biden administration recently took to help low-income households access clean energy savings and the new wave of green jobs. Fortunately, Amy Cortese and Dennis Price have the stories on impactalpha.com. Nature-Based Solutions Finance has taken center stage with the news of the Democratic Republic of Congo's decision to auction off oil drilling rights in one of the most biodiverse and carbon-critical landmasses. At the moment, the U.S. is negotiating a 10-year, $1 billion forest carbon credit scheme with the DRC. The World Bank has a $42 million initiative with the DRC, and a dozen international donors have pledged $1.5 billion to protect the Congo Basin over the next four years. Such financing schemes fall far short of what's needed, warned the DRC's Minister of the Environment. In deal news this week, the Inter-American Development Bank and the UN's Green Climate Fund led a $450 million fund for e-mobility in Latin America and the Caribbean. The COVID pandemic reduced users and revenues for public transportation systems worldwide, which dealt a hard blow to efforts to move away from fossil fuels. This new fund plans to advance low-carbon transportation and strengthen the resilience of urban transport infrastructure. The emerging markets neobank, UMBA, acquired a majority stake in Kenya's Daraji. A little over half of African adults don't have any kind of bank account, including mobile money accounts. Umba, which is based in both San Francisco and Lagos, Nigeria, is aiming to bridge this gap with transparent and accessible financial products and services for the underserved. And finally, Blue Frontier raised $20 million for energy storing air conditioners. Air conditioners account for 5% of global emissions and demand is spiking amid heat waves around the globe. Blue Frontier's AC units use a salt solution that can store energy to reduce electricity use by up to 90%, and they replace traditional refrigerants that emit potent greenhouse gases. Now it's time for our featured conversation, and I'm joined once again by Looney Libis from Realize Impact and Zulema Bibel from Impact Alpha. Now, Zulema, let's start off with you. You were on last week launching a new product, and you're here again to launch another. What is the list... And what value is it bringing to Impact Alpha subscribers? 
Hi, Brian. Yes, as I shared last week, we have lots of new and exciting products and projects that we're working on. Last week, as you recall, we launched the Impact Alpha Open, and this week we're back with a new one called The List with our partners at Realize Impact. The List, as it sounds, is a sampling of impact funds and companies that, based on public or accessible records, they seem to be in an active fundraising mode. So you can think of it as bringing actionable opportunities for our subscribers to participate. Okay, so Looney, this is a partnership between Realize Impact and Impact Alpha. Can you just give our listeners a sense of who is Realize Impact and what need in the market are you looking to, to change? Yeah, so we're a 501c3 public charity. Uh, we've been around for uh, eight or nine years. And we're a little different than most charities. Uh, our goal is to increase impact investing. That, that's what we do. And the service that we launched just before the pandemic, so a little over two, year, two and a half years ago, uh, is a service that lets any philanthropist make a recommendation to us along with a donation uh, and turn that into an impact investment. Uh, so this can be from a donor advised fund or a family foundation uh, or anything or fresh donation. Uh, and so we're actively turning philanthropy into real investments. Now, that's exciting. And, and can you talk, talk about some of the organizations that you've worked with to help them make investments? Sure. So it's actually on two sides. So we've helped the DAF sponsors like Fidelity Charitable, Schwab, Vanguard Charitable, Chides, Impact Assets, uh, Bessemer Trust, Morgan Stanley's Giving Trust, and a ton of community foundations. We've helped them uh, allow their philanthropists to make investments. And then on the other end, we've been recommended to invest in things like Dentium Fund, Gigawatt Global, Beneficial Returns, Replant Capital, uh, and more. And so in total, it's hundreds and hundreds of philanthropists and 65, 70 or so investments in, in the last two and a half years. Wow, that's impressive. And can you tell us uh, about what inspired this new project, The List? Yeah. So one of the most common things we hear from impact investors is the question, where can I invest? Uh, one of the differences of impact investing over traditional investing is that impact investing tends to be global. Uh, so the opportunities are all over the place. And wherever the impact investor happens to be, again, if it's an individual or family office or a, or a family foundation or, or bigger, they ha how are they supposed to hear about all these things that are happening all over the world? Uh, and so you you saw this at the SOCAP events and all the other impact investing events. You have, literally, people would be trading deal flow that they that they found uh, with each other. Um, and so we thought it would be a good idea to consolidate this down to a monthly listing uh, of active things, they, they, you know, funds and companies that are actively raising money right now, so that when someone asks that question, they're not stuck with an answer of, oh yeah, there was this great fund I invested in. Oh, but you can't invest it in its clothes. It's done raising money. Or I had this great investment I made last year and the new investor goes and looks and you know, they don't need money right now. They're not raising now. Uh, so part of that, part of, part of the impetus to this is to, to answer that question of now, what is investable now? Now, Zulema, the first edition of the list came out this week. What has been the response so far? Yeah, it's been great as, as expected, right? As Looney said, this is a question that we get often. What are the investment opportunities available right now? And so we're happy that we're able to, to put this list together. We are committing to uh, publishing this list the first Tuesday of every month. And this week we got it out to our subscribers earlier and then it went out to our Impact Open readers. 
And we've had uh, over two dozen funds that reached out to tell us about their their fundraising um, efforts as well. And for our subscribers, they're just happy to have this opportunity. And we hope to see a lot more engagement as the list grows. This will be updated monthly. So we're excited about that. And we're, and we're not promising whether, you know, this month was seven and we're not promising it's seven every month or 10 or 20. You know, we'll, we'll be taking in these these um, recommendations and nominations from whoever wants to toss names in. Uh, and we'll review and make sure that they fit these criteria of uh, you know, actively raising money, uh, as well as one more criteria, which is that somebody cares, that there is an investor who is already involved, either you know, committed or, or has written the check already. So not cold deals, but deals that are actually raising capital. And on the list, will there be direct deals as well as funds and other structures? Or how are you thinking of this? Yeah, anything that anything that's impact. So clearly impact investing. That's a, a third filter here. Um, uh, companies are fine as long as it's significant enough that, you know, one check isn't going to isn't going to fill the whole deal. Right? This is a big audience we're sharing this with. Uh, so bigger, bigger deals, not little tiny deals. Uh, and so far, um, mostly funds or things that feel like funds. Now, it, it's noted on the first edition of the list that this is all based on publicly available or accessible information. Uh, so why is that important to disclose? And, and uh, how, how, do you, how do you think about this in the context of fundraising guidelines? So there are rules in the, in the U.S. about how you solicit funds from investors. Uh, these rules are 80 years old. Uh, there's been some changes to them uh, since 2012 with the Jobs Act. But in general, uh, when raising large sums of money from high net worth individuals, uh, there are restrictions on how the companies raising money can solicit or not. Uh, and so we're just following along with those rules. So if it's public knowledge that the companies are raising money, then it's news. We're, we're allowed to share that. That's great. And Zulema, you, you already mentioned that uh, some other fund managers and investments out there have reached out. What's the process for uh, getting onto the list? And what's the call to action for our readers and listeners? Absolutely. Well, two very clear calls to action. One is, of course, send us all of your announcements about open funds. You can send that at editor at impactalpha.com. Uh, and more, most importantly, if you want to stay on top of the list, um, also subscribe. You can get the list earlier. You can do that at impactalpha.com slash subscribe. So this week, as we said, it was the first edition and this is going to be coming out monthly. So Looney, can you share us some details about some of the funds that are in this first edition of the list? Oh, sure. Yeah, let, let's just uh, go from simple to complicated on three. Uh, so simplest is C-Note. This is a publicly accessible fund or series of funds that puts money with CDFIs, with, with the uh, local non-bank institutions lending to uh, organizations that typically aren't, that banks don't support. Um, and so at C-Note, you can you know, store your money there on a short-term basis or long-term basis, uh, and they'll return, I think it was 2% interest rate, which you know, a year ago was really great. Uh, I'm sure they'll up that in time. Uh, and you know that your money is being you know, put to good use in communities all across the country. That's the simplest, simplest place to start. Uh, next level of complexity is Dentium. Uh, so Dentium is a fairly new fund. They started about two years ago, uh, and they lend money to Black-owned businesses in Seattle. Uh, and that's their term. A fund that's run by a BIPOC American uh, trying to lend money into his community. Uh, and to date... Uh, all the capital that's been raised for that fund came through Realize Impact. So um, it's all been 
philanthropic money that's trying to then earn a return doing good here. Where earning a return means that the the donor advised fund gets bigger. The the philanthropic amount of money gets bigger. Uh, and then we can go global on this list. Uh, Gigawatt Global. It's a fund based in Netherlands that's investing in uh, renewable energy projects around the world, but mostly in Africa. Uh, and one of their big announcements that they made earlier this year is their their hilltop in Burundi. And that hilltop is now providing 10% of all the electricity in the country of Burundi, like one, one installation. Uh, and they have other installations, uh, again, all over the world. Um, there's a web page about them on the Realize Impact website because we've invested in them a few times. Uh, and then there's more on there, but it just take too long to go through all seven. And you, you mentioned that your core audience for Realize Impact is uh, people uh, deploying capital from their donor advised funds or from other philanthropic sources of capital. Can non-philanthropic capital uh, invest in these companies and funds as well? Yes. So I stress the philanthropic side because that's what my nonprofit does. Uh, but except for Densham, most of the money raised into these uh, organizations is, is you know, we call at-risk capital or taxable capital or non-philanthropic capital. Uh, so yeah, if you're an impact investor, you want to invest in one of these, reach out to them. We put the, the contact information in the list for you to, uh, to reach out directly. Uh, and if you are interested in using your DAF, you can come to us. We'll help. That's great. And, and the best way for people to reach you at Realize Impact is? Uh, realizeimpact.org and click on contact at the top and fill it out. Or I'm looney at realizeimpact.org and that's spelled L-U-N-I. And we'll have links to that in the show notes as well. And I also have to add that, Looney, that you host two other podcasts. So The Next Step and The Opportunity is Africa. Can you tell us quickly about those? Yeah. So Realize Impact is my side gig. It's, it's my part-time job. Uh, I'm a for-profiteer in my day job. I run some funds. Uh, one of them is Fledge. It's a global network of business accelerators. And uh, out of Fledge wrote a book series called The Next Step. So if you happen to be an entrepreneur listening to this, uh, and you would like some advice on entrepreneurship, the Next Step podcast will give you that or the book series. Uh, and then we have a spinoff from Fledge called Africa Eats. It's an investment holding company in Africa. Uh, and we have a podcast for that too called The Opportunity is Africa. And you can find that on africaeats.com. That's great. Now, Africa Eats, that's a very uh, compelling title. So what, what's, the, uh, what's the genesis there? Uh, we took one part venture capital fund, one part business accelerator, and one part Berkshire Hathaway, and we shook them together, and that's what Africa Eats is. That's great. All right. Well, uh, Looney, Zulema, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for sharing about the inaugural list, and we look forward to many more additions to come and hopefully driving even more capital to these impact investment opportunities. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Brian. That's going to do it for your impact briefing this week. Thanks to our guest this week, Looney Inzulema, and thanks as always to our producer extraordinaire, Isaac Silk. Subscribe to full access to Impact Alpha and get the daily brief. On behalf of everybody at Impact Alpha, I'm Brian Walsh, head of sustainability for the capital markets firm TPI Cap. Until next time, take good care. <laughs>